Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska name three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Scott. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Scott from the Consequence Podcast Network. Can I stop for a second? Uh, Taco, you look very tan. Thank you. Have you been sunning? Uh, I went to Bonnaroo. You know, that's what happens when you go. Ah, when you leave the house, you get outside yeah. the sun, you get some you get some nice tanning going on. So, yeah. Uh, we have no sun in New York City. It's all smoke. It's all <laughs> Canadian smoke. Yeah. Uh, looky, there's uh, Lord Taco. We got a Barry Quarter. How's Barry? Okay, good. Okay, right. uh, doing great as always. And then Brian Stone, welcome to the show. Uh, buddy, I haven't seen you in forever. Hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? Look at this setup of yours. It's actually close to somewhat professional for once. Yeah. I love you. You have a professional setup, but yet no profession. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Hang on, we got. I think we I can one. all say that, except for you, maybe. We got one more uh, special guest. guest. Shit. Oh, and a special guest of uh, first PBR ten oh one Eastern. Someone, uh, have you checked that in yet? You should check that in. I'll check it in. Thank you. I appreciate that. Barry Corder, are we online yet? Is Barry is Barry with did us? Did I did I go away? Yeah, you're back. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, all of a sudden, my entire computer system went crazy. I'm sorry. That's okay. No I'm need here. to apologize, Muffin. I'm Everything's here. all right. How's, how's Barry? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm. Mm. I. This is. I've been up since about five. Uh, I am. Uh, it's almost very energized. It's almost bedtime for you. I know. The first lunch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, I've cleaned. I've, I've got the setup going. I'm ready. I'm excited about this. Uh, uh, Brian, I don't know if you know this, because for a long time you, you were waking up at 11, 12 o'clock during the day. Uh, but Barry and I... I still do that. Okay. Well, Barry and I's go-to lunchtime was 1045. It was always, how can we be the first one in an Indian restaurant at 1045? 
That's insane. I know. Yeah, I know. We're, yeah, he's, he's not lying either. Uh, <laughs> I know he's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, look at out of And then out of nowhere, we're joined by Evan Bonnaroo, uh, who I just don't see enough of. Okay, good. Okay, all um, right. Yeah, up, right. Thanks. For, thanks. Yeah, thank you for coming. Oh, Where is Evan Bonnaroo? Oh, oh goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye. And he's on the floor. What am, somebody, right, glad you invited him. Somebody Her call Light Alert. Turn right in. My camera just this, fell. This is how. You, uh, no kidding. Your camera just fell. Um, fits right this, in. This is how every weekend goes with me and Evan. At some point, we find ourselves on the floor. Mm. Uh, <laughs> never fails. Usually not at the beginning of the day, the day yeah. though, right? Hey, yeah. hit, hit that life alert button. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> he's blurry. No, he's yeah. falling down. Someone wow. come get uh, their man. Somebody is, come get their man. This is me after 12 PBRs. Yeah. Falling this down, was, blurry. Evan is still in Bonnaroo Haze. Yeah, apparently. I was gonna say the, the whole idea here was to recap your Bonnaroo. I think he's but done I think it. we did it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for coming. Uh, show over. Well played, Evan. See ya. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Happy, yeah. Happy, happy oh yeah. Now you got it. Happy Canada Day. Cheers, Madison. Is today Canada Day? That's what Madison said. Really? And uh, all they got for us is this goddamn smoke. Thanks. A lot. <laughs> is that when Colum- is that when Columbus found? Canada? Is that what that is? I believe I don't, so. I have no yeah. idea what yeah. It wasn't Columbus, okay. it was Dan Canada. It was a guy <laughs> named Dan Canada. He walked north and stepped over a line and said, this yeah. is Canada. Hey, okay. Brian, do you feel that better works. that for the first time ever, you are not the one that's causing all the technical issues? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was actually just thinking that, yeah. I was too. <laughs> I'm for once not the problem. I know. You've gotten bailed out. I can't believe it. Um... Uh, <laughs> has there ever been a person that has ever bailed Brian out at camp? Brian is our go-to mascot of camp, who we usually <laughs> kick, punch, yeah, throw babies say, at. Yeah, mascot, you mean punching bag. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, semantics. And, and, you, and you mean by we, you mean you usually <laughs> punch and kick. Yeah. I don't know. I think Barry's gotten a few good ones in. Uh, I, they, I, I did early, but then I felt so bad for him, I just stopped. <laughs> Like, I'm, not trying to take away, I'm not trying to take away from anybody else's contributions around here. Uh, even 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 docile, calm, lovely Taco gets a Brian shot in every now and then. It's just low hanging fruit. I was it's about easy. to say the exact same thing. It's right there. It's yeah. on a tee. Well, yeah, got, I know. Got, uh, uh, Ham Ham Two is here. Nice. Oh, Ham mm-hmm. Two. Two. Uh, that's Reed. That's Reed. Reed. Right? Reed that, yeah. That's Reed. Yeah. Nice. Hi, Reed. Um, <laughs> hi, Jake. Uh, hi, Reed. Uh, so the thing about uh, Ham 2 that I love so much is I've never seen I, – I can't believe he's still in one piece. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a kid that could have gotten broken in half at the Knock Loose show, right? <laughs> Did you see the picture? Did we post the picture on the thing, Taco? It's on the video. You didn't watch the video? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I know I haven't watched the video. Oh, we didn't watch the video. Watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was so proud of uh, Ham too, uh, just losing his mind. Um, I mean, you could have he, he could have put a tent on top of that crowd and felt just as comfortable laying in it as he did uh, crowd surfing. I, that was a great shot. Uh, the yeah. the Hulu live stream nailed it. Oh, the happiest kid in the world. 
Um, Brian Stone, uh, let's start with you while Evan sits here and, and still cannot fix. Do you know Evan does this for a living? You do computers for a living. How have you screwed this up? You know, that's my my, my problem is I went too high tech. Oh. Yeah, this yeah. looks very high tech. Man, I mean, that guy, that guy knows what he's doing right there. Somebody hire him yeah. immediately. Right. Uh, might have just messed up my lens by dropping it, so that might have been the problem. Okay. All right. Well, you sound great, at least. I'll give you that. I'll take that. All right. I got a microphone. Um, well, let's start uh, with, with going around the room. We've heard it from Barry and Taka. Oh, by the way, so thank you for joining our little live show. We try to do this once, uh, maybe twice a year. And, um, you know, just it, it's, it's as much as I can uh, do uh, to um, feel connected to Bonnaroo uh, that I missed yet again. Uh, so let's start with uh, Brian Stone. Brian, what did you uh, what did you take away from 2023? I think that you of, of all of us, you probably have been to the most, right? I well, think you got sure. us. He's been to all of them, so yes. No one I, has been I, to more. <laughs> yeah, I've been to all of them. The okay. first, I didn't, I didn't the, know you went to all of them. Got it. The very first year, <clears throat> I it's a little bit of an asterisk. I jumped the fence on a Saturday night for panic that night, and then that was it. So I didn't really know what it was yet. I didn't understand it yet. But by 03, I mean, three, 365 days couldn't get there quick enough to get back there for 03. So, yeah, technically I've got the... Okay, so when we talk about... Thousand. When we talk about, like, the past of Bonnaroo, since you went to, the, you know, especially the first three, uh, your idea from, you know, year one, year two to now... Um, well, I was big into jam band music when it first became a thing. I was actually brand new to jam music at that time. So I was in a different world. That was a lifetime ago, 20 years ago. Uh, but it wasn't going to be sustainable that way. I mean, anybody you've talked to from Ken to anybody else knew that that has talked about how that's, that's not something that they were going to be able to sustain. And so I think it was around 06... I was just looking at it yesterday or the other day, actually, that Radiohead was the, the headliner, and, and that was kind of the first kind of move away from a strictly uh, jam band kind of thing. And I, and I remember at the time, I mean, I don't know if this is revisionist history or not, but I feel like I remember the time thinking this was a really cool move because how many times can Dave Matthews, Trey... And widespread panic play this thing before everybody says I'm tired of it. So yeah, uh, but I the evolution. Can, can can I we jump in as he, I mean I I want to hear this because this is great because Brian has a real perspective having been there for all of them. But if you remember, yeah, uh, but he's Brian, only remembered half of them. Let's be honest. I, well, well, and we're going to get into that too, and I think all that's right. a, a huge part of it. Seriously, uh, but we had a conversation. You mentioned Ken. You're talking about Ken Weinstein. We yeah. had a conversation uh, Saturday. In the media area, you were there, and, and Russ was there, and Kyle Bonarubian was there. He was asking me about who his Rushmore of uh, Bonarubian was, and he had a real interesting take. It wasn't just your four best acts. It, he had a specific um, um, qualification for each. And one of the questions was uh, Radiohead or McCartney. And I, of course, said McCartney, and Ken's take was uh, Radiohead because, just like you said, it was, what, 06? That shifted the whole Bonnaroo universe. It was Ken's argument, and I think Kyle's too, right? McCartney, obviously, hmm. is the high watermark for all of us, but 
that was 13. And so the radio head thing being so early kind of legitimized, if that's maybe too even a week a word. Uh, but right, you remember what I'm talking about, Brian? And, and I, 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 I do. Um, but I, I legitimized might be the right word is in the sense of shifted, of cre- probably a shift, better, of the shifting into um, to an entire different orbit of of fans to pull from and um yeah i would i would say both those two i'm not a big rushmore uh con- topic uh, it was, well, it, he uh he f- i appreciated kyle's but take I, on well it he framed it because was, yeah. uh mount yeah, rushmore exactly. you know you've got uh people that represent the nation's birth growth development and preservation so those were his four uh right pick people that he picked as far as the bonnaroo rushmore uh birth growth development and I, preservation i love this idea that bon, uh, brian hates the rushmore analogy do you hate brian top five everything. lists too okay. do you like do you hate just top five lists you, you anti any brad. why what do you, you hate our country brad. brian brad brad as lifetime radio guys uh-huh. you know the mount rushmore in the sports talk universe is the laziest topic in the history of sports radio you know this i agree it's, it's, but it's kyle a, brought kyle came strong with the whole i'm not trying to hate on kyle i love you kyle this isn't about you kyle. he doesn't even know who kyle is he doesn't i met him i met him he met him but anyway yeah so uh, anyway, I, I hijacked the conversation. I, I want to hear the rest of uh, Brian's thoughts on the week. Weekend. Yeah. Well, I, I, but uh, before you get there, it's like I, I, I'm gonna to the Radiohead point. How have you seen it change from the first years to now? Um, because it, we've talked about how it, the world was so different. At Bonnaroo in the first, uh, like I've said a million times, Shakedown Street was a legitimate shakedown. There were people that were yeah. just off the street that could stand there without a ticket and sell you a dryer door. And I say well, that with all honesty because someone <laughs> tried to sell me a dryer door. Um, it was it was it was panic. It was constant yeah. panic all the time. It was it was chaos and. I don't even know if you could call it organized chaos um, to a certain degree. It's like, yeah, I mean, I just, it was. I just it wasn't really jump the fence. There really wasn't one. I just walked in. There wasn't a fence. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I did. I didn't. I mean, there was, but it was already toppled down. It was just. Do you know how many people that we know that have told me the exact same story? You live in Chattanooga. You drive in forty five minutes, and you could literally just walk in at some just point. Walk right in. Yeah. And there was no, I mean, even on Bonnaroo's best organized years, the new volunteers, the new, uh, the newer workers, they still don't know what's going on. A, a thing that big, you'll never have everybody on the same page as far as where everybody needs to go, all the answers you need, uh, questions care, you need right. answered, sure. or care. True, there's plenty of that too. There, this wasn't a that. This was a nobody has any idea what's going on. It was it was mind blowing that yeah. first year. I, I didn't know what I was looking at, and yeah. it was it fascinated me beyond belief. And for the next couple of years, same it, getting more acclimated to how the festival worked. I uh, I was still I'm still equally fascinated twenty years later. But to answer the question, what has changed? How's it? You know, what's the evolution look like from my perspective? Honestly, it's not that much different. The, the like feeling the es- isn't. That's for sure. The, the feeling isn't. The exactly the essence, the the soul of the festival, is pretty damn similar to what it always was, and that's why I think it's so unique and became so beloved. It's not just oh, I get to go see some great music today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. 
as, as me and we've all talked about me and Taco the most most recently. Who's playing Bonner this year? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. It's fun, 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 fun to talk about. But it literally doesn't matter. Well, and it, I think that was similar then to, as it is now. Well, I just, do you remember, like, in it's 2005, right? And we were getting excited as to where they were putting the big heads. You know, <laughs> like, that was where, like, the, the excitement. Now you have, uh, what does Plaza 7 look like? Um, at the, yeah. I mean, the small things that they were doing and adding every year in the, in the early years would get us so excited. And, you know, all we cared about when we got into Cineru was where are they putting the art installation? Or, where, yeah, they, where are they putting the big heads? The comedy tent. Did they change it a little bit? Yeah. Is it over by the? Uh -huh. Is it over the corner? Do they move yeah. it closer to the tent? Yeah, little I stuff mean, like that. I mean, do you remember that? Do you remember the year? It must have been like oh seven or oh eight. They finally figured out to take this tent and instead of doing it, uh, uh, per, what is it, like a turn it just a tiny bit. Yeah. And the the fact that like we spent the entire weekend obsessing over that little detail yeah. um, to grass. think. Trees, yeah, they, lights when they in over, the trees, that was the light, so big. The tiny little things that we've watched uh, get added to this farm to now it is this big thriving entity that um, uh, it's almost like the changes are too many to even count every year. But, I'm man, a, those first years were like, oh, my God, they uh, there's there's there's. AC in the comedy tent this year. I can't believe it. it this oh yeah, the silent disc, main, this, the silent disco. Did they move it in, in proportion to somewhere else? Yes, yeah. little things like that. Well, talking about little things, we just didn't have very many. And one of the things that is so weird to even say, um, uh, the comedy tent was to me mind blowing when I got there and realized they have a comedy tent. And, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. neat. It was like, neat. What the heck? I mean, this is a serious event. They have a comedy tent. You know, it's it. This just isn't live music. They have a comedy yeah. tent. And nothing I'll more you, serious I'll than the, the comedy tent. Well, yeah. it was just the fact that there was something else. True, I guess is but, what I'm saying. But if you if you talk to any of those comics, they hated it. Oh, I know. They but hated it. Uh, the things that uh, not everything worked, but just the fact that they had something different like that was mind-blowing to me well yeah yeah and and I'll, I'll never like that line for conan o'brien that year was it was completely out of control I've, i i think it was time to shut the tent down after they got conan um okay so fast forward we'll get to evan here in a second evan uh, yeah. thank you for you know at least yeah, hang on you know, evan we're it. coming we're yeah. coming <laughs> but brian so brian this no year what was your first uh, response your first thoughts about this year uh, after going every single year of your life if you're just talking about the overall weekend, yeah. just another incredible weekend. I mean, it's is it on your Mount great. Rushmore? It's on my Mount Rushmore. In oh, fact, this year, in fact, if but you, this if happens you, to be, if you chisel out three of those old men on there, uh -huh. it'd still be on Mount Rushmore. All <laughs> okay. right, on the singular Mount Rushmore. Right. Is that, is that it preservation? Was another wonderful weekend. Is that founding? <laughs> That's defacing. I yeah, think defacing. Is, what that is. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know when to say this, but I'll go ahead and do it now. I was thinking about it about an hour ago before we started this. Most of the people in my life, other than family and work, that I communicate with on a regular basis are because of Bonnaroo. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Really? I mean, yes. There's a lot of truth to that. Everybody on this too. podcast right now is because of Bonnaroo. 
Well, that's because I it's know. a Bonnaroo podcast, Barry. Well, that's a, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. I mean, if we were if we were talking about Wes Anderson movies, I could understand that you would be like, wow, this is crazy. I mean, all these people feel Bonnaroo. That, that's a solid point. I'll give you that one. No, I'm serious, though. It, it, it occurred to me that most of the people that I communicate on a regular basis with, other than family and work, are because of Bonnaroo. And that, I, I don't know, I mean... Maybe you guys are different, but uh, I don't know if that's good, bad, you know, no, sad. I agree with whatever, you. Whatever. I mean, yeah, I've, I've made <laughs> the uh, truth. I've made what well, I would say are lifelong I, friends thanks to Bonnaroo. Yeah. Well, well I'll tell you, uh, one person in particular is in my life because of Bonnaroo. It's Evan Bonnaroo. Uh, yeah. He was the first, the nice first segue. person. See how I did that? Yeah. The first person. It's like uh, I've been doing this for a while. Uh, <laughs> the first person I met in New York was Evan Bonnaroo. In fact, he helped me choose not to ever live in Jersey. So I can't thank you enough, Evan, for well, saving my life. Well, I could have told life. you that. <laughs> Evan, how many times have I been to Jersey? Um, five or six. Now? Oh, come on. And no, it's not, been five time. it's not been five or six. Yeah. So the first okay. time it, I... It's, first, it's, in the realm, it's in the realm of five. So the first time I went to Jersey, because I had to go over for his birthday party, I uh, texted him and was like, am I going to grow a tail? Uh, what are the like the ramifications of crossing into Jersey? No, but you're gonna sing only Bon Jovi songs. That's that's the, which okay. is even worse than the tale. So, <laughs> well, uh, I brought you down for crawfish, and you love that. I did find crawfish in Jersey. At least there's that. Yeah, we did find crawfish. Uh, what about you, Evan? This is what like Bonnaroo six, seven for you. Oh, double that. Um, no, you've not been twelve Bonnaroos. No way. Yeah, yeah. I is that right? I don't. I don't think that. Is that right? Yeah. His name yeah, is Evan Bonnaroo. You think he hasn't been to 12 Bonnaroo's? <laughs> well, that's because I couldn't remember his last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's my contact. My that's contact. how he's in the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah it shows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so. Yeah, I've been going every year since 2012. Okay. Even when they didn't have it, I drove to the farm. <laughs> that's really, Why would you do that? You're in Jersey. Why would you drive all well, the way? I was, on a, just... I was on a road trip and driving. I was on a road trip driving by. But. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So after all of this year's, take the Foo Fighters out of it. Uh, where is this year ranked for you? I think it's number one. Even wow. We were, so I was, I was camping with the Rubus people, and um, we had a group camp of 150. That was my first time ever doing group camping. And every, almost everything was seamless. Like, everyone was awesome. We had the monkey bar there. Um, getting Nothing wrong with that. They, they, yeah, that's great. They were, they were super accommodating um, for us because they needed extra power and stuff. Um, yeah. So even, like, by Friday, we were all kind of, like, looking at each other. It was like, is, is this the best one? <laughs> I love the idea, I love the idea the that this is the first year you did group. What did you do in the years past? Yeah. Uh, just uh, drive down with a caravan of two to four or five cars. And gotcha. With my friends. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, and so, you're all in on group now. I might be. Yeah, I I do like the idea of knowing where you're going to camp before you get there. Yeah. Because there's a lot of anxiety with planning, like how what time to drive in, and where you're going to be based on that. And there's not a lot of da- data points to. That's true. Um, you see, you've, you've mentioned two words, and, and I can see Brian shaking his head, and he's going to know probably what they are: anxiety and seamless. Right? I mean, Brian and I have talked about it. we have anxiety for the two weeks leading up to it every year, and and seamless. And this year, I had no anxiety, and everything was seamless. Um, for people who 
don't always go, what do you mean by that, Evan? I mean, I know what we mean, but what do you mean by both of those? Well, part of it is just, am I going to be camped close? Am I going to be camped really far? Is, is it going to take five minutes to drive in? Is it going to take six hours? So or are you going to be denied? So much, like there's something wrong with your application or your ticket or whatever. Yeah. Right? That's what always gets up. <laughs> there's so many variables that you don't know until you're in that position. Yep. Like where you are. So it's you can't get any information really until you're there. In what moment do you actually say, okay, I'm here. I can let go now. Is it after you as set up you camp? Through, oh, as soon as you go through security? Uh, as soon as you drive through security. Yeah. Brian is not like driving that. driving wherever you're going. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian still thinks something else, the other shoe's going to drop at some point. Even when he's well, through. Yeah. Well, because normally you're running around like a madman with police tape trying, like a, you're marking <laughs> off a crime scene. And I'm like, this is Brian, not okay, Brad. We Brian, can't do this. Brian, based on the women you bring back to camp, yeah, it is a crime scene. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes they were already there. I didn't bring them. <laughs> yeah, he's not picky. Yeah. He sees that yellow tape and he's thinking, hey. <laughs> all bets are he's off. Not hey. He's not picky. He literally, I've looked all around this camp. And you're the best I've found. So come on in. Somebody's already marked this off. Yeah. <laughs> Just look for the crime scene tape. Yeah. Boy, Brian. Opportunity. Some people see opportunity. <laughs> he is, you've got a discernible palate, I will say, Brian. A very, very fine palate. Uh, when, when do you finally let go, Brian? When, when do you say, I'm here, I can, I can rest and relax? Uh, once we know for sure where our actual real estate is, once I feel confident that our boundary, whether it is an actual police line tape, that's not a joke, you did that for years, <laughs> or the imaginary line that I can see, which this year I was there late, Taco was there a month in advance, so we were able to <laughs> have, you know, seek it all out. You're uh, welcome, so I, this You're year, welcome, by the way. This year, uh, Im immediate anxiety relief because it was already there, it was ready to go. And well, so, see, yeah, this, I think Evan yeah, nailed yeah. it, right? It was seamless. Every We, we talked about that last week this was. was the easiest one so ever easy evan you're the evan you're the closest thing we uh have to a, a ga camper so uh did you hear anything out there about um problems things that things that you would normally say like oh my god did you hear that there are lines for the ice that took two hours i, I haven't heard a single uh problem as far as the infrastructure is concerned of the operation uh, n nothing in general. There was, I know, one isolated incident in uh, pod two where there was an explosion of the bathrooms. And I'm sorry? Yeah, I heard about that. Like, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So there was uh, fecal matter running through people's campsites. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me. You didn't hear about this? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not heard about this. Tell me all about it. I saw the video. <laughs> That's about all yeah. I know, but. Um, uh, pod pod two and, had uh, a had a yeah had a, a porta potty incident and there was sewage flowing into people's pod campsites. number two had a number two pod Is number two had a, a lot of number twos. <laughs> so how big did this start like going like how wide did it go how many people was it affecting? I, I don't know for sure. Um, Man, you're a really terrible well, on-site reporter. If, you if, know it that? I, uh, if it affects more than I wasn't, one, I wasn't yeah, I was many. thinking the same thing. Yeah, one is enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad day if that's Oof. coming into your tent. Um, wow. 
I, I, I wonder. I wonder if like the people, the Bonnaroo people, the C three, the Live Nation people hear about something like that and they try to search that person out and and do anything they can to be like, oh, here's some free yeah. tickets. They offered them <laughs> a free shower and a free meal pass or something. Oh come on, yeah. we can do better than that. To start. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is a start. Probably gonna um, need a free sleeping bag and a free tent and shoes. Um, yeah, yeah. I would. I would that. imagine Ham too would say vibes are not high. Not high. No, those are pretty low vibes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very, very mid vibes. Vibes are mid. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's jump into uh, favorite shows. Brian, uh, your immediate impressions when you came, came back. Now maybe two weeks removed. Where did you uh, find your love? What shows? What uh, experiences? Uh, uh, just quickly, um, just to run through the, the weekend of just favorites to throw them out, out there real quick. Portugal the Man was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tyler Childers, I, I had a lot of hopes for, and and I, I really like the music. I've listened to it a lot recently, but I don't know, because I haven't been in this exact position in a long time. The, this tent is too damn close to the witch, and if you get in the wrong spot towards, if you're facing the stage to the right, the bleed factor, especially with a with a, a slower tempoed artist like Tyler Childers, that was pretty annoying. And I, I I was in pretty good position, and that that tent, this tent, was bleeding badly, so that kind of messed up that experience overall. But it was still fun. Uh, you guys talked about it last week. No reason to spend much more time on it. The corn show was all the talk, but you guys spent a whole segment on that. Well, what did you like? You said everything there is to say. Well, you- no, really. I kind of, I kind of keyed to you because I heard your your take on it on your podcast. I mean, and I think you said it as well as anybody. It was, it was a great set. It was a perfect set, right? I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it was everything you wanted it to be and more. And, and I just thought that was interesting. Well, Brad, you'll you'll probably like this a little bit on a, to a certain level is that yes it was i believe the perfect set and i'm only a peripheral uh, casual fan of this band never cared about them all that much but i've been around them my whole life mm-hmm. uh, especially you know 20 years ago when everybody i knew loved them so much and i was just shocked front to back it was a um, it was a banger from front to back i i couldn't get enough of it but this kind of goes back to where I would be me a little bit and be a jerk about the McCartney show and talk about, oh, my God, he opened with Live and Let Live or Live and, Di- yeah, live live and Let, let die. die. Yeah, no shit, guys. He does it every week. He, you know, he did it in Memphis last week. Wow, I'm so excited. Well, the corn show is the same set on this tour every night. Kinda. And how many, by, by the way, how many of those sets have you seen on this tour? Of corns? Yeah. Zero. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter what they did last night. I told you you would appreciate this, and yes, it doesn't. You're right. You okay. win, damn it. It, okay. it is an interesting question, and we probably could spend a whole episode on it. Well, uh, we're going to. We're going to talk about this very problem with Evan about Foo Fighters uh, here in a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I could chime in on that as well. Everyone has an opinion, you, and none of them are right or wrong. I've been just, talking about this for 37 years. Well, mine are right. Yeah. You'd, you know, if does a comedian tell his best joke or does he leave it out? I mean, it's the, the yeah, they, yeah. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Just, so, it's, by the way, that's such a specific number—thirty-seven years. Yes. That's when you you know exactly when you form that opinion, 
And it was 37 years ago. That's how long I worked at my former job at a newspaper. Okay, got it. That's what the mark was. Professionally for 37 years. Okay, so then who else other than Childers and Corn? Uh, so, um, Matt Mason was fun on Friday. I mean, as always, I don't see enough music for your taste, Brad. Um, I didn't, I didn't sit at camp all weekend like you think I do. Well, that's a stutter. um, a, uh, a, a stumble on find was the band Camino. Um, I'd never heard of them before, but there was enough room to get up close. So I watched 30 minutes of that. Seemed pretty, pretty fun. Of course, Brad, you know, I had to go see Cheryl Crow. That's always a fun Mm -hmm. show. And then Sunday, I was there all day, and I had a nice day on Sunday um, that didn't have to do with music as much. I have some regrets. I missed a lot on Sunday because I was running out of gas. Um, I missed Paramore, and that was a bad move what? on my part. That was a bad move on my part. But I did see Marcus Mumford, and that was a nice lullaby. That was fun <laughs> to take a nap to. <laughs> I was kind of surprised. Like I, I didn't expect it to be just Marcus. You know, I, I, I don't oh, know what I expected, was, but it was just Marcus. And uh, I thought it he sounded great, though. just Marcus. Uh, it did sound fine, and it was very sleepy. Well, I think, that, I think yeah. you'll have the, the sons uh, to join him next year at, at Bonnaroo. I, I think that they're going to be back. Which uh, I'm a fan of. That I've heard. I, yeah, I'm a fan of. But, I mean, um, a couple others I stumbled around and watched for a few minutes early on on Friday. Morgan Wade, who I thought was probably some country singer that, you know, threw racist, racial slurs out regularly. No, she's not that at all. <laughs> it's Morgan um, Wallen. Did, no, you, did, you, did you like that show, that Morgan Wade show? <laughs> I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I know. I mean, let, it was, it was, let Dad go. Let Dad go. <laughs> it was on the Taco it was on, win. <laughs> it was on the witch stage early, and yeah, it was the it. weather was the weather was cooperating so it felt great so the circumstances were good i'm not saying the show was great i'm saying Got the it. time that's like confusing mr t with mike tyson who would do that nobody's ever done that <laughs> no one has ever that. confused the two <laughs> ever for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And, and then the one uh, that I did want to speak to you, Brad, because I texted you at the time, hey, should I go see Noah Khan? Not, you know, and you knew why I was asking, do you think it's I will like it, not do you want me to like it? And you said yes. And I have, um, I don't have the, ex- though being there my whole life, I don't have the experience at some of these stages that maybe you guys and many people listening and watching this do, who are weekend warriors. But that's the biggest overflow crowd I have ever seen at a tent for Noah Khan in the evening on Friday night. I have never seen a that much. I mean, it was for the this was at the that tent, and so that that um, road which is now paved that cuts through there the walkway. It was twenty, thirty, forty deep past that road yeah, to get anywhere to near what would be. What would be considered a spot to see the show? 
I couldn't believe it. So I couldn't really tell if the show was good. I talked to a guy in a Braves jersey about liquor and beer distribution <laughs> during that show. You do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you are a one-trick pony. Uh, you do, yeah. do know one thing a- and one thing only. But um, I tried. I tried. Uh, <clears throat> so the, I kind of thank you. Uh, check that in. You should check that in. Uh, all right. So the thing about the Noah Khan thing is I knew it was going to be big, but I, I think that the thing that's so surprising is, is where did this come from? You know, I bet 80% of the, the, the people that were there only heard of him a month before. Uh, man, it, it yeah, just came completely out of, came out of nowhere. I don't know. I mean, you and I watched that one because I didn't get to go. That was Friday night. So I wasn't at the, on the farm yet. So I was watching on Hulu and, uh, looked like everybody there knew every word to every song. So Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this at some point. They took the screens away from the outside of the tent. Yep. That's yeah. what I heard. Yep. Don't know yeah. what, what the hell. What the hell are they doing? I don't yeah. know what's up with that. Uh, too bad. Yeah, that's a that's a big mess. That's a really big mess. Um, All right, so Evan, thanks for joining us, and I yeah, think we're well, now, done. Um, well, now I want to hear now I want to hear Evan's highlights. <laughs> Evan, do you share some of the same sentiments? I'm sure you were a big Tyler Childers fan. Yeah. So um, I've made a. Just a quick list of the highlight shows. Uh, Wednesday, we had a uh, like a big secret set for Cherub at Where in the Woods. That was a big party. Um, diarrhea plan on Thursday was awesome. Yeah, I bet. Um, I caught I caught JP Sachs in the campground show on Friday morning afternoon. Then Portugal the Man, uh, Noah Khan. We just talked about the Midnight. They sounded awesome. They were probably my biggest find on the line. The Midnight. This year. Um, yeah. The um, they what stage? They're kind of were a, they? They were on this tent at like okay. m- around midnight or one o'clock in the morning on Friday. All right, I have a lot of questions um, I want to come back to you about, but go ahead. Sure. Um, yeah, so they're they're a band that you listen to them and you're like, this might not translate that well live because they have a very full sound. It's, you, you imagine just one guy, like a singer and a keyboard player, and it's a very full sound. So they really executed mm. on that. Um, Wolfpack after that, and uh, then I checked out Diesel for probably half the set, which was, you know, just... What was the Diesel set like? Don't make me come down there, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't make me come down there. I mean, I suspect he hits play and uh, yells funny things for three hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's very dubstep-y, but and, you know, he plays popular songs and yells funny things, so... Yeah. Um, about halfway through, it was about 2.30 in the morning, and I turned to my friend Skyler, who I was with. It's like, I think we caught everything. Can I ask a legitimate question about that? Because I, I didn't realize that Shaq was going to be there till the last minute, and I think, uh, did you just say, Vlad, uh, Brad, uh, hit play. Is, that, is he really even doing anything up there, or is he just a hype man? Like, is he actually I, I so, doing anything? I was so far back, it's hard to tell. Um, yeah. I couldn't even see him, to be honest with you. Um, I was. He's the best hype the man ever. Like he's the most he's perfect hype man. <laughs> he's a good. He's one. also hilarious. He's hilarious. He's like, you want to come on stage with the diesel? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we heard. That's why I said that. Uh, people in our camp said all he said was, "Don't maybe come down there." And where's my yeah. mosh pit? And then that ginormous yeah. wingspan kind of thing. So it was it was much talked about for sure. So. Well, let's uh, let's just go ahead and rip the bandaid off of this. Uh, what do you think about the Foo Fighters show? It, to uh, preface this, by the way, to, uh, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not. How many more days you got? Okay. What day are you talking about now? Uh, 
I just Saturday and Sunday. Oh, I'm okay. just going to run through. All right, do, do that. Uh, Devin, yeah, Devin he's been very patient. Let him have his. Let him man, have his. I, man, uh, me and me and Evan <laughs> love Devin Gafillion. I'm glad you like that show. Yeah. Me and him yeah. saw him at the at the Mercury Lounge, uh, which is a tiny, tiny venue in the city. How was it different on the bigger stage, Evan? He was just in a great mood. He looked happy to be there. He brought his brother on stage to sing a song. Um, he was he was just having a great time. I think most of the the set was like the set list was similar, but um, you could mm -hmm. tell he was in a great mood. Yeah. Um, Corey Wong after that. Uh, Grizz, I'm not a big Grizz guy, but he put he filled in for Rainbow Kitten Surprise, um, doing the Sunset set, and that was a lot. Even of covered a yeah. few RKS um, songs. Yeah, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice gesture. That's a nice gesture. That is a nice ode. Um, Tip of the cap. The mm -hmm. the Super Jam was pretty cool. Um, definitely one of the better ones I've seen. Did you see Hanson? Because um, I've asked a couple people. Did you see Hanson? Because that's what I care about. I would. I technically did, but I didn't realize that I was seeing them. They didn't do. Was, did they do Umbop? No, they didn't. Yeah. It's <sighs> ah! Come on. I think I heard one job, some other, one job. One job. I heard they did some what, other set somewhere. What but. other sh song is somebody going to see Hanson for? <laughs> they got one other one, but what is it? Barely. I don't remember. Is it Bopum? <laughs> yeah. Bop two. Yeah, it's called Not Umbop. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't see it then. Oh, that really bums me, me out. Oh, no kidding. I think they did some other smaller set somewhere. I I I heard about that, but I don't know for sure. So I'm sure they played it at some point. <laughs> wait, wait, you're telling me that Hanson um, did a smaller set somewhere? I think that's uh, right. Well, I, I know right. one of the one of the three was part of the uh in the media area, right? Was part of one of the panels, but I don't I mean that doesn't mean they performed. I thought they did a small set somewhere and there is actually an Umbop like two point <laughs> They re recorded that song in the last like five years. So there, there's, there's that too. So that's a, that's cr a criminal act if they didn't play that. Hundred percent. You it got is. one job. You nailed it. You got one yeah. job. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right, what Go else, ahead. What else you got, Evan? Uh, my morning jacket. I was, me. I was front and center in the pit for that one. Really? So that a great show. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Was it was it everything that you loved wanted it to be? Because someone on this uh, in this call did not think it lived up to their expectations. They probably could have done a little a little more to make it a little more special, especially since they're on this whole hype cycle for for um that that vinyl release. Sure. Um but you know, it, it was a great solid set. Um I, I liked I it no very much. About it. Who's that someone? Yeah. Uh, that would be Barry Corder. Barry Corder said <laughs> your what? words were I think their time is over. I, I may have passed for some, is what I said. I liked it. I thought it, it was weak. Oh, okay. I was. I thought it was a little. I weak. said I liked I, I, it, yeah. but I thought the 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 crowd there. It it may have passed for a lot of the people there. Is what I said. I liked it oh, very much. Okay. Okay. It was. Well, it was a fine. It was a fine set, but I thought it was lacking a little oomph too. I saw forty five minutes of it, so I I, I can't speak. To a three-hour show, right? For 40, you know, we're only being there for. They should have done Umba. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> that would have been good. And they didn't do "I'm Amazed," which is what you wanted to hear, right, Brian? My, so, my my favorite song, but I mean, who cares what I think? Well, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, I thought it was a great set. Okay. But I, from having talked to a lot of people, uh, and especially you mentioned Grizz and Diesel and um, you know several of the others, uh, Odessa, it it just. 
I'm not sure it worked for that crowd. Lot, That's what there was I, a lot of energy going on, and they didn't have as much energy as you expect. And to Evan, I think great point, especially on this hype, this kind of hype uh, of this record. You, I just was hoping for a little bit more, but I didn't think it would was bad. I'm not trying to say it was that. not I bad. Just, it was yeah. just I'm not sure it was what. Some people hoped or wanted, but that's all. I loved it. I liked it. Okay. The people I was with loved it. So, got there you it. Go. Okay. All right. It was it was great seeing them play past two thirty their scheduled time. And the yes, they went another hour, three hours. Yeah, set. And I, I, wow, I, I that's saw great. The security guards stand to each other and look at each other like, oh, and they realized that they could play as long as they want, and they yeah. just. I, I think we're gonna. Have similar, cool. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a similar <laughs> converse, conversation about Foo Fighters coming up. Maybe if I'm. Yeah. reading what you're going and with, so, so and then and then i watched you basically stand in line for the foo fighters all of sunday mostly yeah I, okay i stepped in for the revivalist pit and then i looped back around and got right back in line for the foo fighters we uh had probably at least 12 of us from our group all we all established a camp in line uh-huh. so uh uh-huh. at about three o'clock i think Oh, wow. So I just Jesus. rejoined them. Yeah. Okay. Um, how was the – now, by the way, guys, I don't know if you know this, but there's not a bigger fan of the Revivalist than uh, Mr. Evan Bonnaroo. Uh, how was the Revivalist set? They were good. Boy, um, you guys should I, see these pictures that Evan took of the Revivalist. I sent them to Zach the other day. Yeah. Oh, he was over the moon about them. Great work. <laughs> just like Billy Joel. I mean, <laughs> actual good work. <laughs> <laughs> had something to say Good about word. it. Yeah. <laughs> Great word. I can never um, say those words yeah, again. I think- Every, no matter what I say, <laughs> those words never will work ever again. Yeah, I think their um, their new record is is really good. Oh, I think they it's so new that a lot of people didn't know the songs, so they probably played half the record. So, mm-hmm. um, but I I think they are missing a little bit from their original stuff where they would really really jam on stuff because a lot me and Brad have had this conversation offline where it's a lot of it is just five minutes on five minutes on five but I would like to see them elongate uh, you know back to their roots and really um, jam out on a a few of their songs and they probably do outside Um, of festival sets I mean if you if you see them in New Orleans at home they probably do that uh, still to this day yeah I mean I've seen them 20 times probably so um yeah, definitely. They definitely keep their festival sets pretty tight. Yeah. Um, and, and you did Paramore? Did you do Par- what do you think about Paramore? Yeah. I I mean, I I listened to Paramore. I was all the way on the side of the stage oh, okay. so I couldn't see it. Okay. But it sounded good. <laughs> the, okay. Um the pit line for Paramore, this is one of my comments. They they need to fix the what stage pit line. There's no organization there. Uh, last year, there was like a stampede situation for Stevie Nicks. There's, they, they need someone to, to organize that and tell people where to stand and where to sit for, for what band because it can get a little dangerous. When uh, a band uh, like Paris Evan, you're preaching has. to the choir. It's been like that for a decade. Uh, I'll never forget the first time in my life where I felt I was legitimately in danger was trying to get into the Macklemore pit the first year that they play, like right when Thrift Shop hit, I, I was literally, people were jamming us so badly uh, that we were lifted off of the ground. And yeah. one girl fell. And I just, I, as the crowd moved, like there's nothing you can do. She, I was convinced she was going to get trampled to death. It is a scary thing when they open that pit and the rush comes in. It's, it's yeah. uh, quite alarming. 
Yeah, and like you know, Paramore fans are you know diehard, so it depends on the band. So, but mm-hmm. you know, having a band like Paramore play right before the Foo's, it was it was mayhem really. Mm-hmm. Um, so they I, they could really do with a little better organization on that front. I agree. I don't um, I don't disagree. Yeah, Paramore. All right, can and I then, jump? Uh, I guess we'll go to the Foo Fighters. Yeah, what well, do you got, Barry? I, I was I was I want to ask Evan about the plazas. Because, okay. uh, as you said, that's sort of he's he's the you know especially you were out there in group, and uh, Russ and I talked earlier. God bless uh, uh, Daniel and Charla. I mean, I can't imagine doing all the work they did, and you were so much work. My so God, so much work. I'm exhausted. I bitch about, set, about setting up camp. I, I, me too. And I went and half, you know, halfway through. I just say, Barry, just do the rest. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, you know, Russ and, and, uh, Brian and I did two interviews and, you know, it's so stressful making sure we're there on time and hooking up. I can't imagine what all they did, but, uh, so what was that? I mean, you, you actually still Evan saw a lot of shows in center room. So talk about the plazas a little bit. What was it like out there? Yeah. So I, I mean, I was so, so damn busy. I but um, so I only, the only campground show I saw was like Kingfish because they were just walking by us, or I was walking to the bathroom. So they were they had a stage at the Cracker Barrel there, um, and then I saw the J.P. Sachs show. Um, mm. I also caught uh, I am Bonnaroo with David Bruce. I went to his portrait session over there. How was that? Um, Love that guy. Yeah, he, I mean he's he's a great guy. Um, it was, you know, he takes three photos of you and sets you up all nice. So we'll see oh, that's how great. come out. I got, okay. I got he came by Camp Nut Butter on uh, Sunday, was Saturday, Saturday, Saturday evening, right, yeah. guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have him on the show to talk about well, that, that. That's such a that's great, great story. Yeah. That's great. So wait, before before you go any further, what was the Cracker Barrel thing like? So they had a Cracker Barrel. They had, like, giant versions of, like, their games, like the Peg game and, uh, like, uh, Cornhole and stuff. And then uh-huh. they also had um, – Every morning they gave out free tacos, like pancake tacos. Wow! So there's a massive, there's a massive line every morning. And not a biscuit. Were I was gonna, food. I was convinced it's gonna be nothing but biscuits. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would have guessed too. But. That's great. Okay, good for you. That's a great, that's a great connection, by the way. Uh, didn't they, like years ago they had the yeah. Waffle House truck? I, uh, I don't know what I, what I go for. Like, what do you rank higher, the Waffle House truck or? Uh, Cracker oh, Barrel waffle, experience waffle house truck. over cra- waffle house. over Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh yeah, really? Waffle House hmm. over Cracker Barrel. I don't know if I agree with that. Depends on the time of day. It really That's does. True. It really does. <laughs> Two different worlds. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> All right. Any any other Plaza stuff? Um, I just have to say they were super supportive because we had a uh, a couple different. We had like a couple DJ events. We did a trivia thing. I think there was a speed dating thing as well. So they've been so those were on our schedule and they were super accommodating. Um, I think Bonner's become a lot more um, supportive of having the community make its own events. So we've got to give a it shout out. It seems that way. Yeah, it seems There's that no way. Question. Yeah. Especially yeah. since we get there now on Tuesday morning. So otherwise we got nothing to do for, yeah, nothing to for do. two and a half days. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what about what about getting in? Did anybody have any con- uh, complaints or uh, uh, comments about the the tiered system getting in different days different times etc did anybody have any Russ, like, major you were weight? there a month ago i mean yeah. uh you know 
Well, of course, <laughs> I, d- I don't go in the normal GA entrances, but no, I had no I trouble at all getting in. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, it um, just goes back to what I think the worst said. I heard was Everything this year hours? was seamless. It was perfect. We, you know, no, no How long did you wait, in? Evan, getting in on Tuesday? Zero, zero minutes. Zero, zero minutes. minutes. Jesus. Okay. Well, you have to think about it. There, there used to be six, like a six-hour time period that everyone would get there on Wednesday, and now they've expanded it for yeah. twelve hours Tuesday, twelve hours Wednesday, and then beyond that. So it's got they've quadrupled the the entering amount of time. So that spreads and everything you, out really. And nice. you could go online, and they kind of predicted. You know, these are what we predict to be the peak hours, and so you could kind of adjust. You know, so yeah. Um, I mean. The good news is it seems to have worked, and it doesn't seem to have mattered to people. I, I didn't – I mean, I wondered about people showing up on Tuesday. Like you said, well, what are you going to do? But then you've got people like you and Russ who this is great, you know. I mean, that would have mm-hmm. been a nightmare for me. Uh, but obviously you guys, you know, made it work, and, and uh, others did too. So cool. Um, yeah, I, I like the Tuesday entry because you actually get to hang out with all the people that you've been talking about this for a year. Because otherwise, if you get there Wednesday night, then the music starts immediately, and then you're you're trying to see all Disney World in, so in one we, day. We kind of hit on that a little yeah. bit last week, and and again, it goes back to the whole community thing. Um, Russ and I, I never had any trouble hooking up with people. I mean, I saw everybody I wanted to Neither see. Neither either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was just so interesting that, you know, you get to see the people you want to see in the whole community thing. Um, and I, and I want to bring this up before we, with Brian, cause, and, and Brad, I kind of hinted at it before, but it was such a weird year. That's not the right word. Um, Brian, this was a, a year, first year for you, and you've been very public talking about it. And I know you don't mind talking about it, but this, you, you're sober, Right. This was a really mm-hmm. sober Bonnaroo and it, not just for you, but people in our camp. And I had two or three people come up to me at various times and say, man, I've never been here when there are so many people, not just whatever, blottoed. I don't know. I don't want to understate it, overstate it, whatever. But it was just a different mm-hmm. vibe. Right. And so I kind of wanted to let you talk about attending for the first time in 20 years uh, with literally a different head, right? A different yeah, no, yeah, no, I, absolutely. I won't uh, spend too, too much time on it. But, I mean, it, it, it was different to a certain degree, but really take, a, take out 2002, uh, three, four, five. I'm very young at that time and, do, you know, and have no filter whatsoever. Um, but really, you know, late into the 2000s and on, yeah, I, I drank a lot at night once the evening was winding down, but I really didn't during the day. So, like, the daytime was not really different at all for me, but I've been a regular drinker my entire life, and I put an end to that uh, with uh, medical help earlier this year, and I was concerned about it, just like I've been concerned about a lot of things that I used to do, and, and pleasantly, surprisingly, finding out that Life goes on, and it goes on pretty well and pretty damn good without it. And we did have another campmate, Tara, who's uh, now a couple years sober. Um, and it, it really is almost a trend. I don't know if sweeping the nation, but, of, of you know, N.A. beers are more prevalent where you go. Mocktails are all the rage. 
Um, that's just all coincidental and circumstantial that this has happened at the time that I'm deciding to do it. I really, really embraced it. And, and, and I've, I've embraced the whole thing. And uh, the Soberu pe- uh, people, shout out to them, Camp Show- Soberu, who they do shows all across the country. Right. I don't know if this is their biggest gathering or not, but I spent some time with them. It's, um, I, it's something I never thought was possible. Not only is it possible, it's actually it's pretty easy. It's actually really easy, and that makes it that much more enjoyable and fun to talk about. Sometimes I know I can, you know, chew somebody's ears off if 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 you if you let me. Um, but I it, it was a it was a very much different experience macro overall. But from a day to day at four o'clock on a Saturday, yeah, yeah, really wasn't that much different. But um, it made the nighttime certainly a different dynamic. But uh, I wouldn't change it for anything and i remember every day weekend every bit of it and that is so great that is so great because so many of those other shows brad you mentioned something or you were on your way to taking a dig or i don't remember what you were saying earlier this hour yeah so many was the show good the hell do i know if the show is in (laughs) (laughs) did i have fun yes i had fun was the show good i don't know Brian, I've seen some of the things you've done at Bonnaroo. It's it's okay that you've forgotten them. It's okay you don't remember most of them. I will not disagree with that. I will not disagree with that. that thought. I brought it up uh, because obviously it's a big it's a big uh, part of Brian's life now. But I I brought it up because it was a big part of Bonnaroo, uh, Brad. I mean, it wasn't just Brian and I talking about it. It came up many many times with a lot of different people. It's a it's a different. That's not to say there weren't people there, you know, doing what we're what we're yeah. accustomed to. Bombed and, out of their head everywhere. And God not, bless them, and good for yeah. you. That's the right place, yeah. as I've always said. I I wish I did drugs because that's the right place to do them. Is it? Do you I think just be, don't. You think it has something to do with the, that? The weather was better because most of the time when you hear a, some of this this crashing and burning is is because it's gotten so hot. And I, I, one year is not enough to, to say, uh, but I mean, like I said, it wasn't just in our camp. It came up several times. Uh, our friend Nate came by and he was like, I've never seen so many sober people in here. And, and we had a conversation about that. So I don't know, you know, next year could be completely different, but uh, I just thought it was worth mentioning. And I don't know, Evan, if you saw that out in the in the plazas or not. I can but. promise you, Evan did not see that. Uh, <laughs> it was a little different. I bet it was a little different. <laughs> well, just to say what you're saying, Brian, uh, I think on a nationwide scale, I think I've definitely seen more, um, you know, mocktails and non-alcoholic stuff. So... Um, definitely on that front, I think there is definitely a, a trend going around. Yeah. And the other thing to add to that is that mental health is such a conver- part of the conversation these days. And they, and they kind of go hand in hand. They, a little they bit. go together. Very much they go together. <laughs> so it was, it was really interesting to see it be part of the festival. And, and, and I just wanted to mention it. And uh, I, I know, and Brian, I'm, I'm very proud of you. You've been very public about all of this and uh so I wanted to bring it well, up. Well, let's, let's not forget. I mean, and, and it is something to applaud Brian for, but let's also remember Brian loves attention. So whatever, but this is good attention. attention. He's going to love it. This is good attention and good for you. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's rich, Brad. Uh, I love attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Especially coming from Brad. Hot call the pedal black on that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't know what you're talking about. Mr. Right. Humble over here. 
And one other thing, I know we've been live on this, and and I know Russ is monitoring it. We do we we have comments? Anything worth reading? We got questions. Uh, I sent you the comments. Yeah, have you not been reading? I the know, comments? and I told time. you. I looked. I looked at them in my. Don't don't my, ask. Don't ask Dad to do anything technical. <laughs> I'm not clicking <laughs> over because last it. time I did, all I could hear was YouTube cat videos. So you guys don't need to hear that. So I'm asking uh, you: Do we do we have any or no? Well, yeah, why you look bunch. at that? Oh, read some. What I'm asking you. Oh my god. One job. You. One job. I sent you one job. You have one job. <laughs> <laughs> We've got 22 people there. watching Don't right now. Don't make me come down there. All right. This Say is, some comments. This is quite literally, you're basically reading our text thread right now. Yeah. Uh, the, going back and forth, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You're killing me. All right. Taco, you want to go ahead with these so we can get these out of the way? Let's hear some comments. Yeah. Can't, okay. can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> so excited. Never mind. All right. I'm telling you. Is, is Eric Tucker, are you going to read them? Read what? <laughs> read what? <laughs> I just said, let's hear some comments. Let's hear them. Read them. So, uh, Evan, uh, tell me about the Foo Fighters. Uh, let's Nobody's hear the biggest right fan. Now. You're the you're the biggest Foo Fighter fan on the planet. I uh, want your unadulterated uh, review of Foo's at Rue for the first time ever. Yeah, um, most I disappointing it was a great act. Show. Um, <laughs> um, I, so I was in the pit for it. I was dead center, about eight people back. Um, we had a big bunch of us. Um, the, sh- Jeez, the show yo. energy wise was. The the show energy was was incredible. Um, is the, is, ta- so, is Taco locked up? I know up? I know that we're. You think I'm Taco's locked up? Kend- Kendrick for me was very mad. I'm reading comments. That's what you asked me to do. Uh-huh. Oh well, we're talking about Evan about Foo Fighters now. Okay. We'll hang on to the comments. We'll get to the comments in a second. <laughs> when did this thing go off the rails so bad? <laughs> well, you read the comments then. <laughs> okay, all right, Evan, continue. <clears throat> you're, yeah, you're, so, um, you're the Foo Fighters. Yeah, all the way through. Um, it was a great show. I know kind of a, a similar thing to My Morning Jacket. I would have liked to see them do something a little special for Bonnaroo. Brad, we've had this conversation three or four times offline already. Um, but I've heard, like, I had other friends in other areas. They were like, I've never seen so much energy all the way through the back of the crowd. It probably helps that everyone in that crowd knows every single song that they played. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they only played two hours, and we were probably expecting a little more from that. Um, so there's probably a number of reasons for that. They, they're getting back on their feet with the new drummer. So they don't have, I think they have a pretty limited scope of what they can fool around with. Um, let's see. Um, I think they're also going to try to keep their, their, tour, their tour schedules brutal, and they're getting up there. So I think... You know, playing two and a half hours every night instead of three and a half is probably a better decision, um, especially since they caught a little bit of uh, uh, caught a little bit of shit. There. Well, I mean, they they, they did. I mean, they did have Haley come out. I mean, that is something special yeah. for you know four lines of the course. So that was something. Yeah. Um, but it is, if you look at, and I know we talked about this earlier, Brian, about uh, you didn't go to the show last night. So what is 
you know, tonight's set list matter. It is the exact same set list every night. And, and to the point that the Foo Fighters show at Bonnaroo was the shortest set that they've played this entire run. Uh, that's the most startling well, part of it. There was a storm no point, coming down. They, yeah. they had to quit. There was, that is the notable thing that, that we knew all day that there was going to be a storm. And as soon as they, they turned off, there was an exodus of Bonner and there was massive lightning almost immediately. As it was that quickly. It was it, really, yeah. it was that it was, it on top was, of it. It was immediate. Okay. It was all immediate. right. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So then, then, I'll, then I'll go to my second, probably, pe- my, my second yeah. nit to pick. Um, there wasn't one time where, and I don't know why I expected this, uh, but I sort of did for some reason. Um, not one mention of it being their first time ever playing Bonnaroo and saying, wow, I can't believe we haven't done this yet. Nothing like that. That was really surprising to me. The whole set's rehearsed, from what I can tell. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge, and Evan, I'm a huge Foo Fighters guy. Even the jokes are rehearsed. I'm a huge Foo Fighters uh, fan. The whole set was rehearsed, and that was a little disappointing to me as well. Um, But... I'll just you know that I wasn't there. I, I've only watched it since. I left right as it started, and I thought I'd regret that. I don't regret missing that show. I've seen them seven, eight times, so it's not that big a deal to me. Um, I think what are some of our expectations would have fit the 2021 show a lot better. Yes, yes, um, I agree. That's a great point. I, I mean, I I don't know if I heard this right, but um, I think Dave at some point during the show this year was like. We'll come back next year and play the – he didn't say it right, but he was like, we'll play Where in the Woods next year. So I think that was a little nod to, you know, him hinting that they had something special planned in 21. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, and he also, he also the, says at every show, we got a lot of songs. We're going to be here all night. And they're not. Like, uh, so. I mean, how would he know about, how would he know about the, the Woods stage, though? Well, I was I was totally convinced, uh, based on a, a few comments here and there from people that I trust, that there was going to be something happening in 2021 that he uh, that they were going to do. And I think that your point is exactly right about our expectations for this year. Really, are the expectations that met 2021 that we never actually got to fulfill. So you're probably right about that. I'm probably holding over all of those things that I thought about then. Um, and using them for a, a day and time that is completely different. Um, not only do they have, you know, uh, it's basically a different band, but uh, you're right. They are getting older, and they're packing on these shows that are they doing, what are they doing, 60 dates? Uh, they've got a lot of, a lot of tour yeah. dates, that, and they can't just keep going in three hours deep every night. There's and, no and possible and defeat, and defeat, sustainability in there. In 21, they were scheduled on a Friday night, too. That's that is a different than the Sunday night. They're Bonnaroo's kind of get they're done on Sunday night. Once that final sets, get the hell yeah, out of here. We kind of talked about had, that. You got staff yeah. and all that that we don't consider unions and all that. They got to move on. So who knows? And also the routing of their schedule is insane. Right? They've been to Europe twice in the past month. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, oh wasn't he? God. Wasn't played, he uh, at? Uh, he was uh, with the Pretenders, right? They played the like. like Four days later, or something with McCartney. Girl, they played the Atlantis, that. then went to Germany, then came back for yeah. Bonnie. Then they went to. Then a week later, they went to Glastonbury. So their mm-hmm. their routing of their Jesus. schedules, really. Jesus, it's unbelievable. And the the fact that they would do that Atlanta show that we went to uh, is so incredible because they basically did it for free. So they did all of this jumping oceans only for a free show for four hundred of us. Um, <laughs> totally crazy. Uh, all right. Do we want to uh, settle? Uh, so so you, you still loved it, though. You still loved it as a oh, Foo yeah. Fighters. It was, it was, 
Yeah, it, for me personally, it, it kind of sealed the deal on probably the top artists that I wanted to see at Bonnaroo. Um, so it was kind of like the last real checkbox for me. There's really um, nobody else, huh? There's nobody else that's on the wish list. Um, probably Mayer on a solo show, but uh, there's probably a long shot on that. But Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brian, is there anybody on your wish list that you've never seen? I, I, know, exactly, I, was I know Barry's just answer thinking is. That as you, yeah, I was just thinking that as you said it. And, I mean, other than I, I immediately flash back to the 2020 lineup, which is the greatest festival lineup in the history of all festivals. <laughs> um, Miley Cyrus is never going to be on a wish list of mine that I just make out real quick. But, boy, I was looking forward to that, you know, three mm -hmm. years ago. But mm -hmm. for me personally, just from music that I've, I've listened to my whole life, they've damn near all been there. I mean, it's pretty damn close to literal that they've all already been there. Is mm -hmm. there somebody? Sure. I'm not going to think of it quickly. Well, I mean, for, for me and Barry, it's Dolly. But, um, yeah. you know, that's a pretty easy, easy putt. Uh, and and even, even if she... Uh, I'd, like, I think I'd it, like to see Taylor Swift... I really would She's like not, to see that show. She won't make any money at Bonnaroo. I know. I, well, that's It'll the thing. Is, the people on my list is Bonnaroo where I want to see him. Van Morrison, you know, I don't. I don't want to see Van Morrison at Bonnaroo. He's going to be pissed. He'd be off miserable. He'd be so <laughs> He'd be miserable. So hate it. I know. It'd be awful. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. In twenty years, they've covered it for me almost. I mean, yeah. again, I'm sure there's somebody I'm not thinking of. Yeah. Um, Let me right. add, all right, so I mentioned I got to read uh, Dan Park commented and uh, okay. thanks for commenting. He said the says the podcast where half of them, I assume he means half, weren't there <laughs> and one left <laughs> for a kitty cat. Jeez. Yeah. So an he's talking hater. about you not being there and me leaving because I had to go home and put my cat down because it was 18 years old and dying. So you're not wrong. You know, I, I we weren't there. I agree, but whatever. That's what happened. Well, there, there was there was sixteen years before that that uh, I spent yeah. plenty of time and paid the yeah. dues. I still for think I know years. what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, and I was there I for a month, it. you know. Yeah. And Paco was there for the entire time. Yeah. So he, he can, just got home yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he mowed the grass as on his way out. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. Feel okay. You're welcome, feel okay way. about yeah. it. <laughs> for, he's Forrest Gump there. <laughs> yeah, locked up the gate. So, whatever. <laughs> Mowed the grass on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. Uh, anything else you want to uh, poke at there, Barry? Any other comments before we go? Ooh, no, I think we covered everything. Okay. We still have a lot to talk about. We want to have David Bruce on. We want, and he's yeah, got we're another. Not ready to go. No, no, we have more to talk about. And he had another. Uh, uh, person he shared with us that we want to have on. And uh, so we have. A lot of shows. So, one one other real quick experience uh, from this weekend that I've never done and never thought after this year I would have done. Uh, I think it's at the Art of Living. I did a uh, med a guided meditation while I was there. Which, get, Brad, seriously, come I on, know, me, I know, right? I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Then, then when I see you on a yoga mat, that's when I'm going to be. Ah, I'm telling you, it's over. It was a different Brian it's over Stone. For me. It was a different it's, Brian Stone, Brad. I mean, I'm I'm the same old jerk dumb weird guy you've ever met but i'm also not as bad yeah you actually are kind of interesting to speak with every now and then 
So that hey, that's different. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. I, I say it every now and then. I don't know about it all. This has gotten a little crazy. <laughs> no, we had a great. It was a great, great weekend. Yeah, I loved Good. it. I absolutely Good. loved it. Good. Well, I'm so happy to see you, Brian, Evan. I'll uh, see you in an hour. Uh, Barry, Taco, for all that uh, joined us on the uh, Wait, live are you, are you show. Are you leaving? Are you leaving? Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to wrap up. The, it's it's time to wrap we're up. not going to do a bus update? Nothing like that? Oh, that's right. Oh, and I, I, wanted to ask, about... I wanted to ask that, Evan, did you get all your, did you say everything you wanted to say? Yeah, we're not done. We kind of right. talked over yeah, Evan, I said, feel yeah. like. You, okay, we're good. Done. We're done. Good, because I, I heard all I wanted to hear. I was <laughs> yeah. done. But uh, I do so, want to hear about the bus real yeah, quick. Yeah, Taco, real get up in the quick. Get up in the guts. Tell me about the uh, bus. What's going on? Uh, we just got back from St. Louis late last night with okay. an engine in tow. We trailered it all the way back from St. Louis. Okay. So, um, so next- now you put the you put the engine back in the bus, and then you head back to Manchester. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna have it <laughs> okay. done just in time for Bonnaroo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, he literally called. I was hoping to have it ready for Bonnaroo this year, and he literally called me Monday morning as I was like packing up. And said, uh, it's pretty much done, so come get it. So Great. Just in time, yeah. Um, You're happy with it? Everything looks okay? I don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about this, so I'm just going to say something generic. Everything good? Sent, I sent a picture of it to you. What do you think? <laughs> well, I know, but I don't know yeah. what I'm looking at. Well, well, it's an engine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a engine on, a, on the floor. That's right. So I guess you'll know once you, once you get it in. Right? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to slap it in here real soon. I, I'm going to say next, next week or so. My man, all right. So look, look for some updates uh, there. I can't wait. Are you wearing a Pringles T-shirt? This is this is the this is my Bonnaroo T-shirt that I bought from uh, Jello Man. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, is it was it not a free shirt? This one was not. It was twenty bucks. Wow, I, guys, and this, it came with a Jello is, shot. I'm telling you, this is the big news of the day. Taco's wearing a shirt that was not given to him for free. Oh, I, I bought two shirts. What do you mean? Did you really? What's the other shirt that you bought? The Bonnaroo shirt you saw it last week. Oh, that's the last week shirt. Okay, yeah. all right. Because every other shirt that you've ever had is a promo shirt that somebody gives you, and it's now part of your immediate wardrobe <laughs> forever. Uh, wow. Speaking I of Bonnaroo shirts, shirt. look. Speaking of this, uh, this uh, Bonnaroo shirt, look at uh, Evans. I'm a Gene and Willie, uh, eighty dollars shirt. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, all right, I gotta go. Yeah, I, I spent twenty dollars on a Jello shot and got the shirt for free. My man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. Inexpensive jelly shot. Jelly shot. I've lost. Did you really? Yeah. Well. <laughs> welcome Love to about guys. ten. Welcome to about ten oh eight for me. Uh, <laughs> you guys are done. You're a pro. Yes, Taco. Wow. It is time to go. Why? It is time to we go. never got to. We never got do? to the riveting comments. I know. Section. What about the comments? About the comments? Please, Barry read the one great comment. Yeah, and he was right. He's. I mean, yeah, the one that trashes you too. Uh, what else? Is there I, was ki- I was kidding. I don't care about the comments. I, I don't know anybody sitting around waiting for them to read comments. I don't know. I'm not either. Well, okay. what are you in such a hurry to go do? What do you got to do? It is 11 11. It is time to go. Talk. We've been here for 70 minutes, 71 what minutes. What do you got to do? Plenty what do you gotta do? of content. I got what's, a lot to do. What's the rest of your day plan? Evan, we do this every week if you're interested. I can't imagine why you would be. And Brad, this is a taste of your own medicine from Taco here. Every time back in the day, I got to go. What do you got to do? Yeah, what do you got to do? What is so important you got to be at? I don't know. Something not with you, Brad. This got silly. Evan and I go dive bar hopping every day, every Saturday around about now. So we got to go. 
Go, Love you go guys. to standings. Go to standings and hate on the Mets for me. I will absolutely every day. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for joining us on the YouTube. I appreciate the the YouTube comments. Uh, I'm sorry, RIP. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, do all the things that uh, help us. We will hopefully help you. All right. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.